0: Block Talk Radio. Block Talk Radio. Good evening. This is Dr. Nefertiti Noel.
1: And I'm Darren Noel.
0: And we're here this evening on our weekly radio show, Relationship Wednesdays. A couple just points to, to note. If you have a comment or a question and you want to call into the show, the telephone number is 323-693-3835. Again, 323. 323- Also, if during the course of listening to the show, we touch on subjects that you really need some additional support with or some help with, and you feel like, hey, I need more than what the show is giving, then call our office at 630-428-2344 and schedule an appointment. And I definitely want to be clear that what we say on the show are just suggestions. It's not as robust as it would be if we were doing some individual work with you guys. And so,
1: absolutely, we just of making general statements. Uh, but every everybody's individual situation is different. So that's why you know if you really need that individual therapy, you need to come on in and get a session with somebody. Absolutely, absolutely. So so tonight's topic is spring fever,
0: and we wanted to talk about how to how to make sure that you're not turning a relationship over the spring and summer that's just sort of a casual fun relationship trying to make it a long-term relationship when it was just a summer thing and so just Sort of some ways, um, just the beginning to tell you when, when in general spring flings start. They start right about now going into Memorial Weekend, Memorial Day Weekend. Right. And they end around Labor Day Weekend. Okay. So we're talking about those relationships that are kind of, um, they just sort of happen. Like you just sort of wake up and you're in a relationship with a guy or a gal and, and um, it's a lot of fun. You're having a lot of fun. And then you kind of want it to be over when fall comes because your serious life begins. Um, and we wanted to talk about that because so many people are coming home from college for the summer. So many people, the summer hits, we dress differently, we dress a little bit more um, openly, and people are a little happier, a little bit easier going, and so relationships tend to spark. A lot of weddings happen. Most weddings for the year happen between May and September, April April and September, really. Um, so a lot of the dates that you'll go on this summer, for, like with friends and girls, will be at weddings, and sometimes that can spark people to feel like a whole lot of love. And we just don't want you to mistake a casual
1: kind of a friends with benefits relationship for love relationship. Absolutely. You know, the flowers are blooming. You're starting to see people more. The neighbors are out. You haven't seen them in six months. Basically, if you're in the Chicago area, you're coming out. Um, your kids are out of school. Things are more relaxed. But the dress at work is more casual a lot of times. And you're just looking to have a good time. And, hey, they just blossom up. Like I said, sometimes a relationship can just uh, flower up really quickly and become really intense really fast, right? And that can be mistaken for love at times. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay? So a couple of the things that we notice um, that, that I'll say, from my own opinion, from from spring fever, this kind of uh, love situation um, that you want to have in mind and kind of distinguish it really from real love, a couple things. A lot of times the spring fever comes up, you know what? Coming out, uh, there's going to be a lot of parties going on during during the summertime, during the springtime. I just want to be in love with somebody. I just want to have somebody. I just want it so bad. And because you have that desperation sometimes, or someone can have that desperation sometimes, they make different decisions in their normal dating relationship. You may end up dating somebody that you would not normally date during the spring fever time. Either they're someone who looks differently than you would normally date, uh, their build is different than you normally date, the demographics is different. Um, and your friends or family may, may be surprised that you're dating that particular person. Okay, for whatever reason, you just your state your standards or your norm will change the, can change during this time. Well, this is not really a person that you normally type of date. That's not the kind of woman you normally are attracted to, or the man that you're normally attracted to. But it's a spring fever time, so that can come about. Okay, and also you're kind of loose in terms of relationship you're not really pushing or sharing a lot of your personal information with, with somebody. You really kind of leave it up to the other person a lot of time. Hey, whatever you want to do. Hey, whatever you want to do, whatever restaurant you want to go to, uh, whatever you want to do for next weekend, um, hey, whatever you want to do, let's keep this relationship going. I'm kind of loose hanging out. I'm not really sharing a lot of personal information too much of who I am or really what I'm about too much. We're just having some fun. Hey, whatever you want to do is fine. That kind of stuff can come out of Mm -hmm. of it.
0: One, One of the things that I think the language of relationships is really interesting, in serious relationships the language is directed, like, you know, we are a couple. Can we be a, um, you know, a monogamous, committed couple? Yes. In sort of spring relationships, people say things like, let's let's let things develop. Uh, Let's not, we don't have to direct them. Let let it happen, whatever's going to happen. Let's just be wild and free and see where it goes. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, And when you get, even though sometimes a person says that to us, a lot of times folks feel like, wait a minute, They don't mean that for me. They're just trying to take it slow. But that's, in general, um, a language-like clue that this is not a serious
1: relationship. Yep, absolutely.
0: Uh, Another thing that happens a lot of times in spring fling relationships is you don't get a chance to really meet the family, the relatives, the important people. You guys are going to the movies, going out and about, going to dinner going to Wisconsin Dells, hanging out at the local hotspots. And if you do see family, it's at like, you know, a barbecue, but you're not introduced like, this is my girlfriend. It's like, hey, this
1: is Susie. And Susie says, hey, this is Bob, you know, that kind of a thing. And Absolutely. I mean, really, when you're doing a spring fever, I, you meant hit it right on the head right there, Dr. Noel. You almost take a step back when the person, because when an event, a serious event happens, you know, you really, well, I'm not really going to bring this spring fling with me to the serious life event. You know, each other a serious meeting with the parents. Mm, that's not really going to happen. Mm-hmm. Okay, you have a young family member who's getting baptized or christened. You know, you're not going to bring that, that person you're dating in the spring uh, fling to that type of event. You're traveling out of town to visit a sick family member. No, oh, you want me to go with you? Oh no, that's okay. You can stay here. I'll be back over the weekend. Mm-hmm. You know, because why? Wow, this is some serious life stuff and that's going on on this area. But this. Well, fun time here, this is just a spring fling, just a little spring fever. No need for you to get too deep or too into uh, some personal, family, um, life-changing events type thing. You know, this baptism of have happened once in a lifetime. This is not really the type of event where you need to come to, that kind of thing to come up mm-hmm.
0: Right. The other thing, too, is let's say you do get invited to those things. Just sounds to work out. Let's just say you do get invited to those things, but you never get introduced formally as, like, the girlfriend. Yeah. I mean, you're just kinda like my friend. My friend. Or oh yeah, we together, yeah, you know, we're a couple, we're a couple of people. You know, right, the, right. those kinds of things. Um We so, just
1: met, you know, hey yeah, this is this is Mrs. This is Susie. Hey, yeah, this is my brother, this is Susie. Yeah, yeah, we we just met yeah, yeah yeah. You know, real casual, no no real commitment, even the verbiage that you're explaining who this person is to you, there's no real commitment in that in that mm-hmm. in that language. I think Darren, one of the ways though the people get tripped up is sometimes they don't all
0: the time know that they're in a spring spring because the other person is not using, like, that kind of non-directive language. Uh, the, the, the relationship develops really swiftly. Maybe they're having sex in a couple of weeks before, you know, like there's not a lot of conversation going on. Mm-hmm. They're meeting family, but that person seems to be really intense about them, and then all of a sudden, like September, it, like, disappears.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah. and you've got to try and read through that, and see what they're saying and what they're not saying, right? Okay. Are they talking about long-term plans with you uh, at some point? Are they sharing their dreams or goals with you in life? Are they sharing that type of information okay. with you? Are, you? are they talking to you about um, details what's going on at work? Obviously, that's, that's probably serious for them in some form of fashion. Hey, here's what's going on at work. Here's what's going on. They're just, oh, everything's fine. They're not really talking to you, a lot of details with you. So you've got to read between the lines, what they're telling you and what they're not telling you.
0: And another thing is sometimes spring fever type relationships or summer love are are usually pretty sexual There's a carry. lot about sex and a lot about um not about kind of content, you know what I mean Yes. and so nobody's coming up for air, so you're not having the traditional arguments or conversations you would have with somebody that, that you're in like a standard relationship with
1: It's hot and heavy, real intense, you're not really, you know what let's not think about it let's just go like you mentioned before. It
0: Absolutely. also makes a difference where you meet people. Um, let's say you take a cruise, you meet a guy on the cruise, you just, you find out he's your soulmate, and mm-hmm. you guys start dating. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That that in general turns out to normally be like some kind of a summer spring kind of issue. Good,
1: absolutely. You know, point.
0: Um, let's say you meet a guy at an old school concert, you guys go back to a hotel, it, you make it do what it does, and then later he doesn't call you back, and you go, well, what happened? Like I thought you were really feeling me. You can't mistake that kind of a in the moment kind of intensity for like long-term feelings.
1: absolutely absolutely another thing people can have in mind um, when they're going through the spring fever type thing is they don't want other people to know that they're alone mm-hmm. not only that they don't want to be alone per se but they don't want other people to know they're alone why because everybody's out now you're holding hands around everybody's you know the walkers of the park you know hey I don't have anybody to walk through the park but and everybody's out everybody's getting together you know what, I don't want anybody else to know that I'm alone. Okay, so I'm going to find somebody so, so I have this partner through with me during this outage time. Thing like that.
0: I think I'm missing your point.
1: So basically you will start to, because you don't want to be alone. Because can, someone doesn't want to be alone. Because somebody doesn't want to be alone, they could actually start, again, go back to the first point, start dating people they would not normally date. Oh, so
0: so let me rephrase that because your, your comment kind of confused me. Sure. I think what I'm hearing you say is that Sometimes, summer and and spring, people just don't want to be alone,
1: so they just start dating anybody to develop a relationship. exactly. They're concerned that I don't want to be alone. They don't want to be alone. Right, and more importantly, I don't want other people to know that I'm alone. So they, I don't, I'm, I'm visible, you know, we're out about, I don't want other people to know that I don't have a boyfriend. I don't I want other people to know So I you're speaking have a in first
0: person, but when you're talking to the audience, what you're saying is, if you find yourself in a position where you're saying you don't want to be alone, you don't want other people to know you're alone, and you're just finding someone, whoever, anybody, somebody, and that could possibly fever. be a spring fever. You could be in spring okay. fever. Okay. Absolutely.
1: Okay. Also, when, when someone's out there and you're in the spring fever dating type of fashion, when somebody who is our true potential for love, comes your way, you don't even think about that person you're in the spring fling with. Mm-hmm. You know, spring fever who? You know, Mr. Who, Mrs. Who? You, they're, they're dropped like a hot potato. It's not even a thought process. I, I, you haven't called them in five days, but you were calling them before every day. Why? Because real love came across your way, and you dropped them like a hot potato. Mm-hmm. Why? Because you were just, before it was just a spring fever. Okay. Okay? Okay. Um, a couple of other things, you have a hard time talking about language. You can have a hard time saying I love you. If you're kind of an honest person and stuff like that, that person may say, oh, I love you. And you say, I, I really have a great time with you. Oh, I'm really enjoying being around you. You can have a hard time literally telling that person back I love you, even though that person may be telling you uh, that they love you and you're really hot and intense and kind of passionate and things like that. But in your heart of hearts, you know you really don't love them. So you can have a hard time expressing that verbally to them as well.
0: Okay. 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 I mean, I think what's really interesting, though, is there are some people that are serial daters that can say, I love you, really quickly. Right. And so that's why we're saying that these are suggestions. I mean, it can fall anywhere in the range of, language here but some people have a difficulty saying they love people and other people are like hey boy i love you i mean love is a what? very common thing to say i mean so i think it's more so or very also in addition to important to know motives behind kind of what people are saying are they saying things to you just to get you in bed just get you to start dating to go to go places with them because you look cute or they look good and for some people the spring swing is not a problem i also want to say that
1: yeah, absolutely. It's a matter of that that you just a matter of that you're aware of the situation, so you're not getting confused. As long as you're aware of it, both parties are aware of it, hey, and, and that's what you guys are okay with. It's so it. hey, that's what you're deciding to do. And some couples are really
0: upfront with it, like, oh, we're just getting together for the summer. I mean, I, I do know couples that say that, like, oh, we're just kind of dating for the summer. We'll see. We'll see what happens. You know?
1: Absolutely.
0: And I think that that's the best way to actually be upfront and know where things stand.
1: Absolutely. And, I'm traveling for the summertime. Hey, I'm going to be here for a couple of months. I'm looking to spend some time with somebody just for a couple of months. But well, I guess I'm going back, I'm going back to college. It uh, comes September. I just came home for the summertime. But I'm going back to college. I'm you know, not going to be trying to have a long distance relationship just here have some fun during the summertime. Mm-hmm. Okay. Absolutely. And so I'm going to say okay or not okay to that. But I think also what's
0: really important, especially for guys to hear, sometimes a girl will say okay to something just because she wants to be with them, mm-hmm. with a the guy, and then later that's not okay.
1: So, yeah, so totally.
0: say it up front and and try to make sure the other person understands exactly where you're coming from, that you're not just saying, I don't want a long-term relationship. You really mean that this is not something I, I want to
1: be in forever. Right. And that's probably something that you want to kind of continue to reference throughout that summertime. So, so emotions are getting confused. And after, as you spend time during that summertime or, or springtime, whatever the case may be, feelings can start to grow. But if you're still hey, I'm still in this temporary mindset, you may want to try and continue to express that in some form right. of fashion to the person.
0: Absolutely. And I think sometimes people say they want to hear the truth and they don't want to hear it. So you have to be consistently telling folks where you stand in a relationship.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: And, and I think that's true. Even if it's not a spring fling, It's a serious relationship, people have to consistently prove or say where they stand with things.
1: Because it changes. Mm-hmm. It changes. It can go forward and go backwards. you know, you can be with somebody for a while and something rolls up and now you have reservations and you start to pull back, hey, you know what, I have some concerns.
0: Right, personality changes can happen. I feel like people are just happier in the summer. I mean, and, you know, and they just that the sun is out, people are feeling good. Yeah, more
1: daylight out, the weather, you know, you lose looser your clothes, you're having a good time. There are more barbecues, they are more parties,
0: you know. Things are more lax. Mm-hmm.
1: It's, it's just the way it is, mm-hmm. and that comes with the territory. Right?
0: Another way to know to that you are a part of a spring thing and it's not like a long-term relationship thing is if um, you're always out at awkward times with that person. Hey, you can only meet them at dark. You can only, you know, you can only see them at off hours. They can text you at 2 a.m., but not, you know, during the day. Or all of a sudden, they can talk to you all day when they're at work, and then at 5 o'clock, no contact.
1: Yeah, good point. You
0: good know, point. and a lot of times you can tell by the instability in behavior is where a relationship stands with things.
1: Yeah. I think you mentioned also before with, with the, the spring fever, it's mostly about comments about fun. We're having a fun time together. It's not about this is life-changing. This is... Oh, you know, when you introduce a person, hey, we have a great time together. Um, I really enjoyed just being around you. It's not like this this woman is phenomenal. You know, it's not that type of talk. She's phenomenal. She's life changing. I can't believe what impact she's had on my life so far. That's not the kind of conversation that that goes on with spring fevers. We have a great time together. She's a blast. We're having a bunch of fun. Mm-hmm. Everything is about fun, 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 right? Right. Oh,
0: she's a party. animal. She's a
1: party animal. We're having a great time. Mm-hmm. It's not about the life changing and you know this is a, you know. A really a partner, someone who's really impacting and helping me, and we're growing together. That's not the kind of verbiage that goes around. That's a, a spring fever relationship.
0: There's no solid future talk. Like, for example, in a spring relationship, it might be, oh, you know, when Beyonce comes in June, it would be great to go to that, mm-hmm. that concert. A long-term conversation might be, hey, you know what, it would be nice to sort of plan out what we want to do for the next six months so we can sort of know what, what's going on in each other's calendar, sure. right? There's like a
1: subtle difference in that. Right. Hey, next summer, would you like to take a trip? You right, oh, right.
0: Okay. As opposed to in July, you know, I mean, right. Like, you know, Everything's short term. Next week, two weeks, mm-hmm. and and pretty much. I mean, you're gonna meet people out there that say, "I'm not a long-term planner. I do everything sort of by the hip." Then those people also are still able to develop strong relationships and commit to them and make long-term decisions with that person. So just because a person doesn't do long-term things doesn't mean that they can't be long-term in your relationship and that they can't try to set some long-term commitments to you. And when you find out that a person is like, oh, I'm not detail-oriented, so I don't really, you know, keep up with people after a certain period of time, that means they don't care about you.
1: Good point. They're not detail-oriented
0: about you. So I got a couple questions that we got. Mm -hmm. The first one says that um, the writer says she's a 37-year-old female, and has been dating the same man for five years. Every spring, she writes, every spring he talks marriage, but he never follows through. What can I do to push this relationship to marriage?
1: You know, with that particular relationship, if you want to try and see you have a successful relationship there and take it to marriage, after five years, and he's constantly bringing it up every spring, to me it would be ultimatum time. Say, listen, you talk about this every single spring. I'm going to give you you three months, six months, if I don't have a ring on my finger, we don't have a date to get married, I need to move ahead. I'm already 37 years old. We've got five years of invested relationship. I need to know this relationship is going somewhere and going to marriage. Or I need to, you know, love you, but i got to go on, move on to someone different. Well, my question would be, why has it taking me five years to ask this? I mm. mean, if
0: someone wants to marry you and all they do is talk about it and they never propose, then they don't want to marry you. I mean, that's just, you know, I I don't think it takes a lot of brain power to figure that out. And I think what may be confusing the the young lady is that every spring it comes up. But I think every spring you see wedding shows, you see flowers going up, you see people getting married, We hear about destination weddings in the Caribbean, and people really get excited about that. And maybe he's getting excited about that and bringing it up then. But if he doesn't further it out, year two, year three, year four, year five, I don't even know that an ultimatum needs to be made as much as you need to move forward.
1: Right. Well, if you're interested in trying to push that relationship, that's what you would have to do I'm talking about ultimatum. Mm-hmm. But the other point of that is, why does it even need to get to that? Well, you would need to decide, you know what, I need to cut cut the, cut the course now and move on. Mm-hmm. But if you want to try to push a relationship, to me, that would be the time for an ultimatum.
0: And I think the other thing that might be important is, what is your relationship like now, and what would be the rationale for him marrying you? What is, is there something that marrying you would give him that he doesn't already get right now? Good point. I mean, like, if you're – if you're, I mean, after five years, I'm feeling like you're probably having sex. You're not writing that, but I'm assuming that that's happening. If that's going on, what, what is the marriage thing? Like, what is he getting out of waiting? Right. I mean, is it a combination of income? If so – Is is that the only reason you want somebody to marry you? I mean, so maybe make a list of what your your expectation of marrying this person will be and why that's important to you. What would the marriage either one of you all? Sure. And I think sometimes we think about relationships for I just want it to be loved, but you also have to look at it for the long term of in addition to love, what kind of guy is this guy? What kind of person is he? And, and also, what is it about you that allows you to wait around five years for someone if you really want to be married? Because I don't believe that people have an expiration date. Like, you know, you, you, you expire May 24, 2013. But I do believe that the older a person is before they wait to get married, sometimes what's out there becomes less and less appealing. You know, and so if you're 37 and you invested five years and you want to be married and you want to have kids and you want all these things, then you need to make plans that may be either, I mean, they're saying give an ultimatum. I get that. So set a boundary. Say, listen, I want to be married. That's where I thought we were going. What's the situation? And if, if he's not able to move forward and you're not comfortable with where you are, then you need to move forward.
1: Yeah, because you don't want to be another five years from now having the same conversation. Right, 'cause because the, the the choices of other uh, potential partners have dwindled. Right, because some of those other people who are out there were single are now married off or whatever the case may be. So now the other options out there are even less than it is as of right now.
0: Absolutely, and then and maybe have a conversation. What's the holdup? I mean, to me, that is a great a great conversation starter. You know, we've been dating for five years, and I'm interested in hearing what what you think the next steps in our relationship are, are going to be, and what your goals are to carry those out. But I have to be honest with you. I never had to sit down with, with my husband and say, hey, it's time for us to get married. Like, uh, why haven't you made that decision? I mean, it, it. I feel like if a man really or a woman wants to be married, they bring the subject up, a discussion is had, a plan is made, and, and a marriage is executed.
1: Right. I mean, it sounds like he's possibly doing this relationship maintenance. Every spring he knows it's going to be a topic. Hey, let me just put some little... Uh, Oil on the on the leaky on the wiki, uh on the leaky bearing to on the noisy bearing to keep it quiet. Yeah, I was going to get married. Okay, so I'm good for another year. I can bring it up again next right. year. Right,
0: because because for five years he's been right.
1: Right, I can just say it and oh, we're good for another year.
0: I mean, that's no different than if you had gotten engaged for four years ago and you were still engaged. Would that be any better? So, like, if he moves forward and says, "Okay, will you marry me?" and you say yes, how many years would it take for you guys to get married? Yep. I mean, so you you need to be thinking about. How, are, how do you direct more what you want from the relationship, make that known? All the while, I mean, I think you have to realize that if that's not where he is, then, then that's not where he is, Right. you know? So good question, though. Um, second question says, the next question. So I'm a college student. I have a girlfriend at college. We are serious, but we live in different states. Over the summer, I often date, in parentheses, others, but it's just a summer fling thing. Do you think telling my girlfriend would cause a problem?
1: I do, yeah. but, Darren, what do you think? I think so because you said you're serious. It you didn't say, like, you know, that we're just dating. We're dating. We happen to be in college in different, in different states. Um, but, we're, but, you know, we're just we're casual. The other person dating, I'm dating. You said you're serious. So I'm assuming the other person is not dating and, um, and expecting you not, to do the same. So I, I would say it would be a problem.
0: Well, my thought is you basically kept it a secret, so obviously you know it's wrong. Right. I mean, to me, that's pretty simple. You didn't tell her. You don't say, hey, babe, when we're a when pirate we're for the summer, we're not really a couple. We're kind of like in hibernation, so you can do your thing and I can do my thing. Right. You're, you're basically saying that you have a serious relationship going on with a girl at school. You guys are like an item, and, and they're not and both remember those couples in college that were the college campus yes, items. absolutely. You're an item, but then when you get home for the summer you find a new item that's just a fling for the summer. And though you may feel like it's not a serious thing, if you're keeping it a secret, it obviously is meaningful in some way
1: for you to protect the summer relationship. I would say it almost sounds like you're having a college fling, right. you know, and you're going home for summer to look for the real relationship. Right. And see if I can catch someone who I'm really committed to when I'm home for summertime. But during college, hey, I need to have a college fling. Mm-hmm what it sounds like
0: to me so you know to me it sounds like right i mean i agree with you darren like maybe we're looking at it backwards That the girl at college is just that's easy it's established it's kind of expected she's the one, right and some are you like okay maybe that's going to be the one
1: yeah exactly
0: you know because if she's really the one then fire up to visit you go visit her I, mean, yeah. I do admit that living in two states can be difficult right but you can figure it out absolutely you can figure out if it's serious so do i think telling her would 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 change the relationship. Absolutely, I think, telling her would change the relationship. But so would not telling her and her finding out later. And with media the way it is today, I'm surprised she hasn't caught you on an Instagram, on a Facebook, (laughs) you know, on a tweet, like, hey, you know, I'm with Susie and that's that's my summer friend." I mean, so I think it bears a discussion, but you have to decide how important either relationship is to you and where you want things to go. So if you tell her that you're having things over the summer, you have to be prepared for her to say she doesn't like that and she wants you to stop. That
1: could, yeah. Or
0: she might say, hey, great, me too. Yeah, right. Exactly. And you have to be prepared for that and be okay with that and not like...
1: Because you may be her counseling too. Right,
0: right. So and, and sometimes people stay in relationships because they're comfortable and you go back to college, you know, you're back on the dorms, you're back with your friends, you're back with your girl. Yeah. You know? So just, just think about where you want things to go forward and um, be able to present this information to her kind of calmly, you know, like, hey, this is what's been going on, and I thought I should bring it to you. Because if it is a question, and I can get it, you're not it's not like you're, like, married to her. So right, I can get how right. you might feel like this is okay, but it bears a discussion with her.
1: Especially because you said that y'all are serious. Right.
0: Well, see, I think it bears a discussion even if it's not serious. Like, you see, seeing other people? I mean, what?
1: Well, I mean, if you're seeing other people, you're probably, if, if it's not serious, then you're probably seeing other people at school, too. But
0: see, that's what I call light dating or soft dating. Yeah. we kind of like not dating. Yeah.
1: Not you're one of the people. Committed. You, but right. One of the people I'm dating. Right. Like, I'm going on dates <laughs> with other like people. Right. that's like
0: dating. So that's just one, one thought. Um, the next question says, I'm... That the writer says she's the girl that guys date but don't marry. She says she's trying to be all the things that they need. Is there something that she should do to be appealing for marriage? That's a very good question. It is. Um, you sound thirsty. I mean, I think one of right. the things is not be so, like, not have such a self-esteem. Right. I mean, I think confidence is something that people really
1: like. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess uh, I try to be all that they need. You know, are they trying to things for you, too. I mean, it's a mutual give-and-take relationship, so you should be getting something out of it. And like I said, having that self-worth, that you're bringing something to the table, too. It's a mutual beneficial relationship. For both parties. For both parties.
0: And I think that, you know, we just, I mean, I think both parties, men and women, have to do a better job of being themselves and figuring out if that other person can take you for who you are. Yep. I mean, if you find out that Bob likes blue and so you burn all your red clothes and only wear blue, that's a problem. Right. Now, it's one thing to add more blue to your wardrobe. I mean, my husband has a favorite color, and I've added, you know, sometimes I'll get my nails painted that color, or I'll add it to my wardrobe. But I don't walk out with only a green uniform or purple or red uniform, and that's, like, the only color that I wear. I mean, and also being all somebody else needs to be, need you to be means that you're setting a standard up that you may not be able to keep. You're always everything they need. Well, where's the challenge? What do they have to earn?
1: Good point. What does
0: he have to get? What does he have to do for you? I mean, so kind of think about the reciprocity in a relationship.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. It needs to be mutually beneficial for all parties.
0: <laughs> what, do, what do you think about girls that are so, like, how do you feel about ladies that are so thirsty to be married that they'll do anything? What are you thinking about I think that?
1: it turns off a guy because a guy wants somebody, a woman who is going to help him, challenge him uh, to be a better man, okay, in terms of, of a wife. That's really what he's looking for. Someone to uh, help him achieve his goals and things of that nature, and that person needs to be strong, as strong as he is, um, in some form or fashion, and really be a help. Not, hey, whatever you want to do, I'm here, you know, like a wet, wet rag, beat me, or you know, flop me around, whatever you need. Okay, that's not really appealing for a man. And
0: I think that's the mistake that people even make in a marriage, um, and they start off a marriage. Their- like, things are going well, right. and then like a few years into it, they're, the other person is willing to do anything. I mean, it's right. like the, there's not reciprocity. The boundaries aren't aren't strong still.
1: Absolutely. That's not really what what a man's looking for when he's looking for a wife or a serious relationship.
0: And we hear women say that, that they are dating a guy, he's just nice. He'll just do anything they want them to do. And even though he's a really good guy, she
1: can't seem to, like, close the deal with marriage. Right, because you want a partner. Right. You don't want just a yes man or a yes woman.
0: No, And I'm not suggesting that you can't be nice and you can't talk to him <laughs> But I'm saying that you still have to be strong enough to be who you are and have your own boundaries and your own identity. You need to
1: be an individual, have your own passions and goals and your own needs so that that person needs to help fulfill your needs as well.
0: Absolutely. So so I am appreciative of all the people who write in and ask the questions and definitely um, prefer the shows. If you have more questions or things that you want to talk about, definitely let us know. Um, so spring is here. So if you find yourself in spring fever, know, know how to recognize the signs and know what to do with that.
1: Absolutely. Have a great week.
0: See you next week, guys. Bye-bye.